The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Spirit of Recovery, where spirituality and recovery meet with Reverend Anna Schaus, Ph.D. Now, here's your host, Reverend Anna Schaus. Welcome to Spirit of Recovery, the place where spirituality and recovery meet, where we support your spiritual growth in recovery. My name is Anna Schaus, and I'm your host, and I want to thank all of you for listening with us today. I'm very glad that you have joined us. We've got a great program for you today. I know you're going to enjoy it, and you're going to have your heart touched and your soul moved, and I hope you're also going to laugh. So uh, it'll be a good time. And um, I want to thank you for liking the Spirit of Recovery Facebook page, and thank you also for emailing me and letting me know what's happening for you and your recovery and spirituality walk. Thank you for participating and being part of the Spirit of Recovery community. I want to thank you also for letting your friends and the people in your recovery community and your unity community, your other spiritual communities, wherever you go, your friends and family, know about Spirit of Recovery. I love to have the opportunity to broadcast on the topic of recovery and spirituality right here on UnityOnlineRadio.org. And I'm also glad to hear from you that the guests that I bring on here are making a difference for you, that they're touching your heart, opening your mind, inspiring you, uh, bolstering your energy and your faith in your uh, spiritual growth process and, and making a difference for you. Every week here on Spirit of Recovery, we do talk about topics that are important to the recovery community with guests who are down-to-earth, knowledgeable, and innovative. My guests are uh, people who are oftentimes in recovery themselves or who work with or write for recovering people or who present on topics that um, matter to the recovery community and matter to recovering people. And sometimes all of the above and sometimes one, one of those, but... They're always practical people. They're always bringing you down to earth um, inspiration and information, things that you can use and get you thinking. You can, of course, listen to Spirit of Recovery in a variety of ways. You can listen uh, via your computer live. You can listen via your smart device. You can um, access by going to Stitcher.com and download their app, search for Spirit of Recovery. You can uh, go to... If you have an Alexa-enabled device, you can ask Alexa to play Unity Online Radio. You can uh, access Spirit of Recovery via iTunes. Um, lots of ways. You can listen live. You can listen to our podcast. Go to unityonlineradio.org slash program slash Spirit of Recovery, and we've got years' worth of incredible programs. So I hope you'll do that so that you can listen at your leisure. I want you to know that Spirit of Recovery is a welcoming place so that if you are a person from any kind, that uh, is in recovery from any kind of an addiction or if you're the family member or friend of somebody that's got the disease of addiction or if you're just curious about the recovery process and uh, spirituality and how all that works, you're welcome here. I'm very glad you're here. You're welcome to ask a question by email or phone or to make a comment uh, on the topic of the day here. We're just uh, glad you're here. It's an open and welcoming uh, community, and I'm glad that you're listening. I always want to give a shout-out to family members, too, to let family members know that family members can get in recovery for being a family member, just in the sense of having been affected by this disease of alcoholism. So there are lots of great programs and uh, counseling and lots of good information available for family members as well. 
I want all of you to know as well that if you like what you hear on Spirit of Recovery and the other great programs on Unity Online Radio, you can support this nonprofit radio station if you want to. Financially, you can text Unity Radio to 72727 from your smartphone and make a one-time or an ongoing contribution if you would like to do that. Again, my name is Anna Schaus, and I'm your Spirit of Recovery host. I'm a Unity Minister and also an Addictions Counselor, and also I'm a person that has in my own circle of love and friendship many people that have the disease of addiction, and uh, for over 36 years now, uh, I have been in my own process of recovery from the family aspect of this disease of addiction, and because uh, those relationships got me started on an active path of personal and spiritual growth, and um, my walk continues to be an integration of unity principles, recovery principles, um, and that keeps me transforming and it keeps me growing and I am delighted and grateful to have the opportunity to share these ideas with you and to hear what you're experiencing in your spirituality and recovery walk. Today our topic is we're all one, really. And, uh, you know, spiritually, we do know that. I think we all know that at this point, that everybody's sisters and brothers on this amazing planet. Um, we don't always act like it, though. But uh, recovery is a great pathway, not the only one, but the great pathway that invites us to act like it. To, it gives us some tools, gives us some healing potential, gives us some ability to really live as one with people in this world. So, uh, because it helps us to quit being so scared of everybody. So when we stop fearing other people and actually start communicating with them, life gets a lot more fun. So recovery invites us to uh, treat each other, to know that we really are one in this great community, in this great family. Um, of people here on Earth Plane. My guest today is a person I, I hope you've encountered him and his music before. And if you haven't, I hope this is a great introduction for you. So my guest today is Greg Tamblin. He is a humorist, a singer, and a songwriter. He has been uh, performing for over 20 years, way over 20 years. And he's going to be sharing with us today his music and his original perspectives on how we get out of fear and into connection with each other and live like we're all one. Really. So, welcome, Greg. Welcome to Spirit of Recovery. Thank you, Anna. And it's great to hear your voice and, and to be back with you. And, you know, you and I go way, way back. So, it's just a joy to get to spend an hour with you talking about important stuff like we're both into. That's right. That's good stuff. So, and again, as you say, we go back a long way and you've been uh, really writing songs and making us laugh about relationships for a long time. So, Greg, we know spiritually that we're all one, but we don't act like it. What's the problem? Well, I think it's just consciousness, you know, uh, to use a catch-all. But but I think what happens is we get caught up in our our individuality. It's so easy, that ego, you know, it just... um, You know, there's a really... If I could... could, quote Albert Einstein, there's a quote he has that I just love that really answers this question that you just asked about as well as I've ever heard it. Um, it's about four or five sentences. Can I, can I just read that? Please do, yeah, please. Okay. Yes. Uh, a human being is, is a part of the whole, called by us, universe, a part limited in time and space. He experiences himself, his thoughts and feelings as something separated from the rest, a kind of delusion of his consciousness. This delusion is a kind of prison for us, restricting us to our personal desires and to affection for a few persons nearest to us. Our task is to free ourselves from this prison by widening our circle of compassion to embrace all living creatures and the whole of nature in its beauty. Nobody is able to achieve this completely, but the striving for such achievement is in itself a part of the liberation and a foundation for inner security. Wow. I love it. I just love 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 that. And, you know, that's what we're all trying to do, but 
like uh, a friend of mine says, we're busy. We have important grown-up stuff to do. We live in the U.S. of stress or the excited states <laughs> of America. <laughs> and we get caught up in our own little lives. And, and um, unfortunately, people that at first blush, you know, are different from us. Sometimes we just don't feel connected to them, and we don't make the effort, I think. Uh, and most of us don't even realize that we should try, or a lot of people don't even. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Yeah, I think you're right. And uh, one of your songs that I want to hear that to me relates to this, which tells us that literally we are one, and so perhaps we'd better get off of this idea that we're too busy to figure this out, <laughs> is all these atoms. Do you want to tell us, yes. set it up for us? Yeah, I, 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 um, I, I read I read this concept originally in an article by a psychologist friend of mine. It was called Psychosynthesis and the Search for the Self. You know, it's kind of a technical article, but she made the point in this article that we all do share atoms, and, and it goes back so long. And since then, this was 25 years ago, it's a point I've read, it's, a, it's an argument, it's a... It's just something that a lot of other people have said that are into science, and um, it's one of those thoughts that fills me with a lot of wonder, just to think the fact that atoms are really ancient. They're 14 billion years old, a lot of them, and they they don't ever really die or go anywhere. We We just have them for a little while, and we share them, and parts of us are really part of almost everybody else. And that thought to me just crystallizes everything about us being one. So I felt like it deserved a song. All right. We're going to hear it. It's All These Atoms by my guest Greg Tamblin, written and performed. Here we go. Great. I breathe in We're sharing molecules again Oxygen and hydrogen But do you know where your atoms have been? Parts of me were once in you Genghis Khan and Hitler too Jesus Christ and dinosaurs Princess Di and Dinosaur Big Bang was quiet. 
right. That was All These Atoms by my guest, Greg Tamblin, and uh, talking about how it is that, I mean, literally at the biological level, that we are all one. And uh, wow, how powerful is that to know that? How do you think it would change things if we really, really got that, Greg? Yeah, I mean, just think think if you could, just walking down the street, if your vision was such that you could actually visually see that. Um, but to answer your question, yeah, if we if we knew that, if we could just consciously be aware that we we share everything all the time, wouldn't it be a little easier to love each other? Um, you know, behavior gets in the way, of course, <laughs> but still, we we could we could at least love and accept each other, and then deal with the behavior. You know, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, you know, go go ahead. Well, I was going to say when I do that when I do that song live, and this may be helpful to some people listening. When I do that song live, at the end of it, I, while I'm still kind of noodling on the guitar, I ask the audience members to turn and look at each other. You know, look at somebody sitting next to you, and just think to yourself, "What a lovely bunch of atoms!" And <laughs> you know, they all start laughing, and then I say, "You know, some of those look like they used to be mine." Uh, well, I hope you're enjoying them. And that's one thing that kind of works for me if I'm out doing something during the day and somebody does some behavior that I think is inappropriate or, you know, I'll, I'll just tell myself, you know, there's what a lovely bunch of atoms. There's atoms in that person that used to be mine. And it kind of helps me feel a little more connected. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know, the, there are kind of uh, things that go on in our lives a lot of times when we're kids that kind of it's a human condition it's not about blaming anybody's family or anything it's kind of what happens to humans we get our back up because we maybe are sometimes being dominated or um, harmed and sometimes in some ways by a bigger person and uh, we kind of get our back up and uh, and and then we kind of learn you know oh we learn how to build these fences instead of, you know, being able to see that lovely bunch of atoms and, and connect with it in a way that works. And one of your songs that I love that's been around for a long time was the Great Liver Standoff that is about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How'd you come to write that one? Well, actually, I, I, I didn't write this. A good friend of mine wrote this. Oh, okay. And when when he played it for me, I said, oh, uh, that's my story, so I'm going to record that song. And he said, fine. Um, but, yeah, exactly what you said. We, we, If we grow up in a situation that's not safe emotionally, we learn to build these walls that keep us separate because that's how we stay safe. And so I just I think this is kind of a brilliant little experience of a control issue this song was written by my friend Austin Cunningham, um, who's a Texan, by the way. Oh, and, right. Yeah, and so um, you can play all of it or part of it, you know, and I think people kind of probably relate to it because we've all had this happen. All right, so let's hear it. How some, what it is that creates our desire to build these walls and stay safe. The Great Liver Standoff. Got some idea. How many of y'all here are parents? Let me just see. Just hold them up for a minute. Wow. So a lot, like more than half are parents. A lot of parents. How many of the rest of you had parents? (laughs) This is a song about parenting and childhood and food. John Prine said, when you hear a song start on a minor chord, you know right away somebody died or something. (laughs) Well, I recall one Wednesday evening, there was an ill wind from the east. Mom had prepared the inner organs of some poor, unfortunate beast. It looked like leather, smothered in onions. It was brown and smelled real bad. It was the source of the first real confrontation between me and my dad 
It was the great liver standoff of 1965. I refused to eat it. He refused to let it slide. It was a fight for control of my fork and my knife. It was the great liver standoff of 1965. Dad pulled out the big guns and said, Isn't it baseball time? We could sit here all night long, son. Believe me, I don't mind. That table became a battlefield where we both stood our ground. I could swallow my pride or eat my words, but that liver would never go down. It was a great liver standoff of 1965. I refused to eat it. Dad did not realize. I'd sit there till it turned to dust. But we both starved and died at the Great Liver Standoff of wasn't just about liver. There were deeper lessons to be learned about independence and respect for others, especially where food is concerned. We both held out for hours, and just when I almost gave in, he called it a draw, said, feed it to the dog. We shook hands and parted as friends. And it wasn't that dad was any less of a man, but in each life there comes a time... Even a kid has got to stand up tall and defiantly draw the line. It was a great liver standoff of 1965. I refused to eat it. Dad finally saw my side. It was a test of will and fortitude. So wonder we both survived. The great liver standoff. 1965. All right. That was a great liver standoff. Thanks, Greg. <laughs> That's a good one. You betcha. <laughs> That's a good one. You know, we, uh, recovery of whatever kind, you know, whether it's as a family member or recovering from substance uh addiction or from a behavioral addiction, it really opens up the possibility that we don't have to live under the thumb of another person. Or A lot of times it's what we've internalized, you know, how we've learned to think about ourselves. So I love that song because it, it ends really with both people's dignity intact. Mm. Yeah, it's one of those conflict resolution songs where the conflict actually gets resolved. Right. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes right. it doesn't. Yeah, yeah um, I've got a, a few of those. Well, I've got I guess several conflict resolution songs. But you know, the one thing that occurred to me while that song was playing is just along the lines of recovery and the whole idea of all we are all one. One of the things that happened to me when I first started going to meetings, Al-Anon meetings, was. I was, I was so blown away by the people who had been coming a lot longer than I had and how much wisdom they had, and many times. In fact, I would say most of the time, they didn't have nearly as much quote-unquote education as I'd had, um, but they just had so much more life experience and had been able to survive living through stuff that was just amazingly difficult. And I, I really felt my ego began to melt and, and to start to feel connected to people that, you know, I previously, I didn't really have a great way to feel connected to. That's one of the really, really important gifts of recovery for me, I think is, is, um, what I saw, heard, and learned in those meetings. 
Right. Yeah. It's like a deeper wisdom. Absolutely. It's this whole deeper it's it's about life. I mean it's it's a good thing to have education and and so forth. That's a part of life too. And at the deeper level it's it's about the education of the heart. It's about do I know how to connect with myself? Do I know how to be myself? Do I know how you know where I end and somebody else begins? And can I respect somebody who I completely disagree with? <laughs> That's a great one. Um yeah, maybe we should do that Neptune song now. All right, I think so. I, I love this one. I just love this one. It's called, and you wrote this one, didn't you? I think you did. Yeah, did you write this yeah, one? Yeah, I wrote this one, yeah. Okay, so it's called My Ride Home from Neptune. Do you want to say anything else about it or just listen? Um, no, I think you, you set it up beautifully. Okay, we're going to hear it. My Ride Home from Neptune. My ship had crash-landed on Neptune I was stranded for 25 years I was sad and alone I was chilled to the bone Sometimes I cried a few tears I'd given up all hope of rescue Till one day from out of the sky A ship came and landed On my lonely planet And inside it there was this guy He opened the door of his spacecraft Smiled right at me and he waved And I said hallelujah And he said howdy do you And then he said friend are you saved I said I thought that's what you're doing He said, no, friend, I don't mean arrive. I mean saved by the Lord. And as I jumped on board, I said, sorry, I'm a new age kind of guy. Well, it gave me a lift back to Kansas. That trip made Neptune seem like a vacation. Because all the way home, he was saving my soul till I was moved to retaliation. I said, you know, I once felt as you do And the shock made his eyes open wide And he asked, when was that? And I said, oh, it was a while back In fact, it was in a past life And when I died in that life and found heaven I learned that everybody gets in There was Buddhist and Muslim and Hindu followers There was even astrologers. And then we all came back to earth and had to live again. Then I said, you're all wrong on the Bible, too. Because you take it too literally. It's a beautiful story, but it's just allegory. And Jesus was like you and me. But that really pissed him off badly. We argued so loud and so long And for the rest of the trip We were flapping our lips Proving the other one wrong Till about one week out from old Earth base We were both too exhausted to care And there was three days of silence Fortunately no violence And then he said Is there anything we share? Well, I looked at him with new respect then I said the one thing that I could think of I said between you and me Maybe we could agree That what God's all about is love Well, he sat there a while without speaking Then he said, yes, Jesus told us that's true So we just talked about love Even gave me a hug We sang an old spiritual or two Well, we got back to earth We were famous Cause they'd never seen such a sight We did all the talk shows Wound up on Jerry Springer And we were cool But the audience had a fight Well, the moral of this story is simple 
If you think someone else is all wrong Just imagine you're stranded On some lonely planet And one day your opposite comes along That was My Ride Home from Neptune by Greg Tamlin, and uh, we'll be right back. Stay with us. We're going to take a brief break, and we'll be right back on Spirit of Recovery. Wouldn't you like to share the programs that inspire you most with audiences around the world? That's easier than ever with mobile giving. Just text Unity Radio to 72727 and help us continue offering spiritual programs that change lives. This is Reverend Ellen Devonport at Unity Village. Unity is supporting our friends who are dealing with the aftermath of Hurricane Harvey. Unity of Houston has offered to be a clearinghouse for donations that it will use to help others in the area. Or you could give to the Red Cross or other agencies or just Google Harvey How to Help. But the most powerful thing you can do is to pray. Call Silent Unity 24-7 at 1-800-NOW-PRAY or go online to unity.org. We are all one and we will get through this together. listening to Spirit of Recovery with Reverend Anna Schaus and her guest. If you have a question or comment or experience with today's topic that you'd like to share, call us now at 888-55-UNITY. That's 888-558-6489. Call now or email us at spiritofrecovery at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Spirit of Recovery. I'm very glad that you've joined us. And if you're just joining us today, um, again, my name is Anna Schaus, and I'm your host. Our topic today is We're All One, really. And uh, my guest is Greg Tamblin, who is a wonderful singer-songwriter and a humorist. He's sharing his music and his thoughts with us about how it is that we can really learn to treat each other like we're all one. And uh, you can learn more about Greg if you go to his website. Go to gregtamblin.com, and it's G-R-E-G-T-A-M-B-L-Y. GregTamblin.com. Before I get back to my conversation with Greg and more of his music, I invite you to join me for a brief meditation for a time for the Serenity Minute and uh, to make that conscious contact with your higher power. So I invite you to relax, to just take a moment to be aware of your breath, to notice your feet on the surface of this earth to be aware of that breath that is who you are coming in and going out, resting, letting your mind relax and open, and sharing with me this positive idea. I am one with good. I am one with myself. I'm one with my higher power. I'm one with every person. I'm one with good. I'm one with myself. I'm one with my higher power. I am one with every person. We take a moment now in the quiet. Thank you, friends, for joining me in the Serenity Minute, and I trust that that was a moment for you to make that conscious contact and uh, relax and just know you're loved. So now I'm back to my conversation with my guest, Greg Tamlin. We're talking about We're All One, Really, and uh, Greg, there's a song, uh, I love all your music, I really do, and there's one that really touches me uh, every time, and it's called Stand Like Mountain, Move Like Water. It's a powerful song about uh, even when you're really oppressed by somebody else's ego, 
in a very big way. You can still find your sense of self and you can still find that sense of dignity uh, within yourself, with your spiritual values, and with all life. Tell us about this. How did you come to write this and, and what does it mean to you? And then we're going to hear it. Yeah, this is actually kind of an amazing story. Um, I was at a I was at a conference on wellness, and I had been asked to open the conference with a concert, and I did that. And then I decided to stick around for a couple of days to see if I could learn some new <laughs> new things. And I went to a I went to a lecture, a talk the next day by a guy I'd never heard of named Brian Luke Seward. And there was something about his talk that really the title, the subject matter, that interested me. So I went, uh, I went, and it was a great talk. And afterwards, I stuck my hand in the crowd around him, and I said, "You don't know me, but I've got some songs that relate to your talk. Can I send them to you?" And he said, "Sure." And I did. And then I got a letter back from him a few weeks later, and he said, uh, "I really like your songwriting style, and I want to give you an idea for a song. Uh, it's a title of my new book, and it's an old Tai Chi saying called Stand Like Mountain, Move Like Water.'" And I wrote him back, and I, I said, you know, I love this title. I would love to try to write a, a song about this. And he said, okay, well, go for it. And so for months, <laughs> I tried. <laughs> and I couldn't come up with anything. You know, I just wasn't getting anywhere. Until one day, I was reading the paper, and there was a half-page article about this woman from China named Ming And her experience of of living in China in the 60s during the Cultural Revolution and getting dragged out of her house in the middle of the night by the Red Guards and her her teenage daughter taken away from her and getting thrown into prison without any trial or any idea why she was going to prison or any contact with the outside world, no idea how long she was going to be in jail, nothing. And for seven years, they did a lot of bad things to her. She was deprived of all food. Um, in addition to that, she was deprived of food. It was a really tough, tough time, and they kept trying to get her to sign confessions to things that, that she didn't do. And they thought they could control her by doing this, but what they found out after years of abusing her was that she, this little Asian woman, she was just too strong inside. She was too strong, and part of that was her spirituality and her faith. It just kept her strong. And eventually, after seven years, she she got out of prison. And there's quite a bit more to that story. But the point is, I read this this story in the paper because she had had a best-selling book come out called Life and Death in Shanghai. And I thought, this woman was so strong that she could be flexible enough to adapt to what they were doing to her. Inner strength, outer flexibility. And then I thought, there it is. There's the song. Stand like mountain, move like water. So I got with a friend of mine, a co-writer, and we wrote the song. And I was happy with it, and I sent it off to this author, Brian Luke Seward, who had given me the title of this song. And I said, here's what we came up with. What do you think? And he writes me back. (laughs) I'm not making this up. It's giving me goosebumps to tell you. He writes me back and he says, I got to tell you, Greg, I really like this song, but I have to ask you something. By any chance, is this about a woman named Nien Ching from China? And I said, yeah. I said, how did you know that? And he says, oh, she's a friend of mine. Wow. Mm. <laughs> so, you know, I was just like, what? Yeah, so mm. Um, mm. so anyway, that's how the song got written. And the um, the epilogue is that through Brian Luke Seward, I became friends with Ming Ching, and I used to visit her in Washington, mm. D.C. when she was quite elderly in her 80s and 90s. I used to visit her when I, when I had uh, concerts in Washington, D.C., and I got to, to know her and spend a lot of time with her, which was just wonderful. But anyway, like you said... Wow, about, what a story. Yeah, the song is about maintaining your dignity and control in, in times of extreme oppression. 
Well, thank you. That's incredible. And and there's the connection to what we are so truly we are one. All right, so let's hear it. Stand like mountain, move like water by my guest Greg Tamlin. At the foot of a mountain in a bamboo cafe Sat an old Asian lady with eyes full of grace I felt myself drawn to her calm, quiet way And as her story started to flow I was carried away She told of a night When soldiers appeared And chained her in darkness For seven long years There's a wall in her country A thousand miles long And they wrapped it around Speaking all wrong Stand like mountain Move like water Earth and heaven have This to offer Strength will flow From life with honor Stand like mountain Like water She knew in her heart She'd committed no crime And a story to tell Is what kept her alive In a cell with no windows She nurtured the sea The light would shine in And people would see I thought how her life was so different from mine And the insight that came Has remained in my mind Here is a woman who knows who she is And bad she's the same The way that she lives Stand like mountain Move like water Earth and heaven have This to offer Strength will flow From life with honor Thank you, Greg. Thank you for that beautiful uh, song. It's just incredible. I love that. It's such a testament to the strength of spirit and spiritual values and, and that, you know, wow, 
and that I love that line in there that a woman who knows who she is. That's how yeah. she did what she did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the things that she told me the last time I talked to her, I, you know, I I said, uh, I said, do you have a philosophy of life? And she said, oh yes, I do. And I said, well, can, could you share it? And she said, yes. She said, always be optimistic and always be in control of your own life. And I said, well, what do you mean by being in control of your own life? Because you were in prison. And she said, always have a plan, but not too rigid. You have to be flexible for when you get new information. But even when I was in prison, I had a plan. I said, really, what was your plan? She said, my plan was to live longer than Mal. <laughs> and she did. And she, she did like a lot. <laughs> right. Wow. Um, yeah. So. Go ahead. Oh, that's all. I mean, I just, I love that story. I learned so much from from her and from her story. And um, I think you just, you capsule, encapsulated it beautifully. I mean, it's just about remaining strong in face of oppression and somehow using your inner spirituality, inner strength and flexibility to, to stay connected to life and, and to spirit and to what's really important. And, and boy, is that hard, but there you go. You can do it. Absolutely. You know, and uh, I'm really grateful for the principles of recovery, which are, are really kind of a universal spirituality. And again, spirituality is to, to be found everywhere because life is spirit. But um, it's, I think in, there's a great gift in the recovery principles and recovery process because it points us to that. It points us to that connection, and it's a great gift and a great set of uh, tools and a great consciousness um, to keep us connected. That's for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, we're we're gonna um, wrap it up here now. But we're gonna we're gonna hear one more of your songs. We'll kind of wrap up the the program, and then today, but we'll go out on hearing this beautiful song, "The Grand Design." Set this up for us, Greg. It it kind of caps encapsulates everything we've been talking about today. How'd you come to write this one? You know, I I I wanted to write a song about how connected everything is, and. I brought this to one of my co-writers, my main co-writer, Richard Helm, and, and um, we wrote Stand Like Mountain, Move Like Water together. And I said, I said, you know, this is how I'm feeling about This is really what I want to write about, and just the fact that everything's connected. And if we, could, if we could see the big picture, we would just intuitively understand it. And he was into that, and he came up with this great first verse. It's pretty much all his, that first verse. And then from there, we just wrote the rest of it, and, uh, I've, you know, I've been really happy with this song. It's one I, I just feel great about. Good. So, it's, yeah. <laughs> that's it. it. Oh, great. Yeah, so give given that bigger perspective and and again when we kind of back up and see the whole picture then it's it gets a lot easier to know uh that we're one and it gets a lot easier to get along with everybody and all the things we've been talking about today um i want to thank all of you for listening here on spirit of recovery um our topic today has been we're all one really and my guest is greg tamblin you can learn more about him and his music go to greg tamblin t-a-m-b-l-y-n.com and you can learn about that so thank you all for being on your own spiritual journey and your own recovery if you are and thanks for knowing that reality and for acting like it because we really all do we do know that we're one so god bless you have a wonderful week and we'll be back next week on spirit of recovery but hang around for a few minutes and hear greg tamlin's song the grand design Starting to see We're all threads in a tapestry Woven together Your life and mine Till our hearts and bones are intertwined
Listening to Spirit of Recovery with Reverend Anna Schaus, PhD, and her guests. Join Anna and her guests live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central Time for down to earth ideas about keeping spirituality at the heart of your recovery. This program is brought to you in part by Soul Matters Ministry, committed to bringing light to the soul. Online at soulmatters spiritworks.org. Understand the laws of the universe and live a life based on these profound and unwavering truths, then your dream life starts today. No more waiting, no more wandering. If you're ready to let go of the striving and move into the allowing, you're ready for everyday attraction on Unity Online Radio. We study the teaching of Abraham given to us by beautiful Esther Hicks so we can release confusion for clarity, exchange struggle for serenity, and have the time of our lives today. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. To paraphrase Einstein... 
I can't solve a problem at the level of the problem. The world's great religions tell us to treat others as we would like to be treated. Remembering that thought makes it a little easier for me to become a peacemaker, a bringer of love when conflict appears. When I choose to be a peacemaker, a loving response or sometimes silence replaces the snappy comeback to an unkind statement directed my way. The momentary satisfaction of winning an argument gives way to the deeper satisfaction of helping to create a more peaceful world, a world where destructive conflict no longer has a place. Peace really can begin with me. To find a Unity Church near you, please visit our website at www.unity.org. The world is full of voices, advertising, television, politics, colleagues, family, and friends. All are too happy to tell us how to live. In all of that noise, it's easy to miss the one voice that matters, your own soul. What would happen if you could hear that voice? Imagine the clarity, confidence, and courage that would be yours and the life you could create. Join Janet Connor, best-selling author of Writing Down Your Soul, The Lotus and the Lily, and Your Soul Wants Five Things, as she and her guests explore how to hear the call of the soul and create the soul-directed life. Live Thursday at 1 p.m. Central, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Go inside to find. of spiritually conscious living start now for a time-tested method to live with purpose and release your infinite potential tune in to the yoga hour living the eternal way with yogacharya ellen grace o'brien every thursday morning at 10 a.m central 8 a.m pacific only on unity online radio the voice of an awakening world As a society, we're becoming more conscious of our responsibility to the environment. There are precious resources which must be properly managed. Although it is necessary for me to focus on these outer resources, it's equally important to develop my inner spiritual resources. Within every one of us is a wellspring of peace, a power which cannot be overused, yet often remains neglected. Every time I choose to think and act from that peace within, I bless not only my immediate environment, but the entire world as well. Peace is a precious resource that I can serve best by giving it away. Peace can begin with me. To find a Unity Church near you, please visit our website at www.unity.org. Are you ready to ignite your best life and illuminate the world? I'm Stephanie James. I'm a motivational speaker, transformation coach, and psychotherapist. And what lights me up is helping people just like you create the greatest versions of themselves. On my podcast, Igniting the Spark, I will help you ignite your joy and reach new heights in your personal and professional life. Join me for some incredible conversations with authors, spiritual teachers, and other influential thought leaders to help guide you on your way. If you are ready to stop playing small, join me for Igniting the Spark on the mindbodyspirit.fm network or wherever you get your podcasts and ignite your best life. 